Welcome to the Anchored Voice. This is a podcast helping men to anchor life. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Two. Welcome to the program. This episode of the Anchored Voice is sponsored by Church Guys and Gals Like Sports 2 with David Wright. You can find them on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, or YouTube every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 12 p.m. with David Wright. Church Guys and Gals Like Sports 2. Hey everybody, welcome to this podcast. This is the Anchored Voice, helping men to anchor life. Want to welcome you to my live broadcast. And today, today, we are going to honor the legend, the legendary Jackie Robinson. Uh, I've been a fan ever since I learned about Jackie Robinson. Uh, my first book that I read in elementary school was on Jackie Robinson. Uh, so we are going to go into the program. want to thank you for joining us. Um, this is a broadcast, Helping Men to Anchor Life. So we're going to talk about how, we're, how we can help anchor life through the life of Jackie Robinson. This has been um, a journey through sports. Uh, there's so many things that Jackie Robinson did, not just for baseball um, and not just for sports, but just for humanity. And so we want to remember what he did. Jackie Robinson, baseball player, um, played for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Okay. So this hat I have on is a Brooklyn Dodger hat. Uh, being uh, Having a home in Rhode Island, a lot of people thought I was wearing a Boston Red Sox hat, but um, no, this is a Brooklyn. Now, how you can tell that, uh, there's a little dot right here in the B. That's how you dis, uh, distinguish the Brooklyn B versus the Boston B. So that is how we have that. I want to talk about a few things that um, Jackie did for us uh, and why we're honoring him today. Um, we recognize that, um, for some time now, baseball was integrated back in the 1800s, uh, when it began, it, it did have, uh, black baseball players at some point. However, um, Jackie Robinson then came in and, um, really took the mold, took, took it to a whole nother level. Um, and you know, because at some point baseball, all of a sudden with Jim Crow and, and all of that became a only white sport. So, uh, what happens is time goes on. They begin the Negro leagues and, um, Jackie is also playing for the, uh, Kansas city Monarchs and so many, uh, Negro league teams. In fact, I wish they had more camera. Uh, more video footage of the Negro Leagues because I believe that we could watch a whole bunch of footage and uh, it would be a phenomenal event. It would be a phenomenal event. But in 1947, Jackie Robinson does something. Now, of course, doesn't do this alone. This is through the help of Branch Rickey. 
But before we go into um, Jackie Robinson as the player, we've got to acknowledge him as an athlete. All right. So before uh, he, you know, in college, he is a um, he does track and field for UCLA. His brother also does track track and field. And um, I believe his brother ran with Jesse Owen. So that is the story. His brother ran with Jesse Owen. So his family, very athletic, uh, all of his family. But he runs for um, UCLA, plays baseball. He plays football. He is an athlete. Uh, after that, he does go to the Army. He does go to the Army. He serves in the Army. Now, one of the things I learned about Jackie Robinson in the Army is that um, he was I was he was getting on the bus and of course in in those times uh, blacks weren't allowed to ride in the front of the bus however this was the US Army uh, he gets he's sitting in the front and they're asking him to get to the back he's not getting to the back uh, and then he gets arrested they want to court-martial him but after a while they drop all the charges against him and see from there he is showing that he cares about humanity, he cares about uh, the rights of people, his own rights as well. You know, he's from California, so you know at this point, hey, listen, um, he's not going to feed into what is going on in that time. He's going to be a person that stands up, and I believe that's what Branch Rickey saw in Jackie Robinson. It wasn't that he was the best Negro League player; it was just he was the best fit to. Um, break racism in sports. He was the best fit. And sometimes, and what you're learning from these stories that you read, it's not always the best player that makes it on the field. It's not always the best. It is the person that is the best fit. It is the person that might be doing the right, the best thing. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, people think, hey, if I'm the strongest, if I'm the fastest, uh, I can overcome. No, sometimes you've got to be the wisest. And, you know, what What we learn in these times is that um, a, a, a lot of people don't understand that concept. You know, they're, they're taking steroids. They're trying their best to uh, be the better player than others. And you don't really need that. You, you, need, you need your mind. And you need to be about something. You need to be about something than just that one thing. It has to be um, a variety of things that you're about. So Jackie Robinson wasn't just about sports. He was about humanity. He was about standing up for rights. He was about principle. And so that's how he lived his life. And so one of the things we learned about that is that, he, hey, he's, he's willing to move ahead and, and fight for what he believes in. And so he's in the army, um, he's serving, but then eventually he gets an honorable discharge from there. He goes on to play Negro League sports and he's recognized. Now, I don't know what got into Branch Rickey's mind. I mean, we can read a lot about what he said and what he quoted, uh, but he became, became anointed to be the one. To say, hey, listen, there's these athletes out here, and they are phenomenal. Uh, you, you go to a Negro League game, and you're watching these phenomenal players. You're watching Satchel Paige. Um, you're, you're watching Josh Gibson. 
Um, you're watching so many more uh, players uh, other than Jackie Robinson, and they are playing. I mean, I, the one of the legends I've heard, and, and, and they say it's an urban legend. I don't know. Maybe somebody can correct me. They said Josh Gibson once played at Yankee Stadium and hit the ball so hard that it went out of the stadium. That is an urban legend. I'm not sure. I just like to, I like the story. Even if it's not true, I still love the story. I wish, I wish I could have seen Josh Gibson play professional uh, baseball, uh, but it wasn't so. Robinson was the first to go. Uh, if anybody can tell me who was the second player and what team did he play for? Larry Doby. He was drafted by, um, he was picked up by the Chicago White Sox. So Larry Doby becomes the second black player to play for baseball. But Jackie Robinson becomes the first. And we honor him because in 1947, April 15, 1947, uh, he is the one that came in and broke the color barrier. What do we learn from him doing that? First, he was a man of principle. It wasn't that he was just an athlete. He was a man of principle. And one of the things that uh, we had to understand about him is that he had to come in ready not to fight. All through his life, he's been angry. He's been upset. Um, and he's been in the army. He's learned how to fight. He's been trained. He's been a trained fighter. But coming into this circumstance, he had to learn how not to take um well, not just not take the criticism, but he had to learn how to fight through the criticism. He had to learn how, you know, when he's being called names, spit at, uh, cursed at, all of these things he had to absorb and still play the game right. And he did that. He learned how to take all his anger, all his aggression, and turn it into sports. And I believe many basketball players, many baseball, football players, can learn from Jackie Robinson on this. Is that, you know, some people might be coming out ready for a fight, but your fight should be on the field. I, I see a lot of times in basketball plays, they're arguing with the ref because of this call, because of that call. You often hear Walt Clyde Frazier uh, say, hey, listen, you know, take your fight on the court, be better, shoot better, defend better. And a lot of times we think our anger is what's going to make the fight. And yeah, you need a little anger. You need a little edge. You need a little something that bothers you. You need a little something that, you know, as a man, you're going to have some things that get on your nerves. I think you're going to look at this society. I mean, right now we're in a COVID-19 situation and, you know, we're in quarantine. You can be mad at some of the politicians or, or some of the politics that's going on that's not saving people. You can be mad at how many people are dying. You can be mad at how many people don't have their rights. Or, or you can be mad at the voting rights. You can be mad at what's going on in sports um, You know, with money. You can be mad. Be mad. Be angry. But also you have to learn how to channel that aggression, how to channel that anger. How are you channeling that that's going to be productive? How are you channeling that that's going to make a difference in life? And how are you now bringing a solution to the problem? There was a big problem in baseball back in 1947. Big problem. You had Negro Leagues over here, and guess what? They were making money. They were doing well. Uh, and then you had Major League Baseball. Of course, everybody looked to see how we can integrate the 
The horrible part about it is that uh, once integration became the norm, there was no need for Negro League Baseball, which I wish they would have continued that a little bit longer because there was still so many great players. But uh, it, it concluded because you had the integration. Now you got to see some more competition from different baseball players. And down the road, you're, you're, um, you're able to see how many great Latino players are out there, how many great African-American baseball players are out there. Jackie Robinson had to come in ready not to fight, taking all his aggression out on the field. Now, he wasn't a home run hitter. He'd, he'd just get on base. All you needed him to do was get on base. Because once uh, Jackie got on base, it was over. He'd still second. He'd still third. And he would eventually still home base. Can you imagine that? Him running so fast that he's stealing home base. That's not going to happen too much nowadays unless there's a major glitch or somebody is not paying attention. He took his aggression out on the field. And made sure that, hey, you know what? I'm going to run as fast as I can. I'm going to get to the finish line. And that's what he did. Hit for average. He was the uh, rookie of the year. Uh, helped the Dodgers get to at least one World Series win. Um, I believe out of the 10 years he played. He played for 10 years. And out of the 10 years he played, uh, six of them were against the New York Yankees. So they were always battling uh, at home, always going back and forth. In 1955, they finally got their victory against the New York Yankees. So Brooklyn Dodgers gets their victory in 1955, and Jackie Robinson is a part of that. Uh, and, and also integration, because you have Donnie Newcomb, you have um, uh, Camp, uh, Campanella. So you have different players that come in. Uh, one of the things that Jackie had, too, was... Not all his teammates were in support of him playing, but he did have uh, Pee Wee Reese. He did have him on his team uh, and, and ready to support. And that was the first name that I read about in his book when I was a child, uh, that you needed some support. Men, no matter what industry you go to, no matter what you do, you're going to need some support from somebody on the inside, from somebody on the outside. Some people think, Hey, I can do this by my myself, and 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 I can be on this journey by myself. It's not all about being by yourself. There is wisdom when when you have other people that can support you, other people that can build you, other people that can push you to be the best you that you can be. It's not all about doing this by yourself. Jackie was not by himself. He had his wife by his side. Um, he had Branch Rickey, he had Pee Wee, he had uh, many other players by his side, and he was able to create a trend for life, create a trend for baseball that was unprecedented. So he was uh, phenomenal for everyone. Uh, coming in, being the first African-American baseball player in Major League and probably all of sports at this point. Uh, yes, you do hear about black players in the hockey league. Yes, you do hear about, you know, different uh, types of sports. But this, this at this time 
was the height of civil unrest in 1947, the height of civil unrest. But Jackie comes in and he makes a difference. He makes a difference in sports. He was also an advocate because even after sports, he wasn't just about uh, playing baseball, but he was also about speaking up, speaking up for people's rights. He was about speaking up for African-American rights. He'd be on marches um, and, you know, he would support so many initiatives. Uh, he wasn't just a baseball player, but we're honoring him today, April 15th. And we want the world to know we appreciate what he brought to the game. What we what we appreciate is the uh, level headedness. Now, we know it was not easy. It was not easy for him to um, play this sport, deal with everything, all the criticism, deal with all of the pain and still be great. That's another thing he teaches us. How to be great in the midst of adversity. Men, we've got to learn how to be great in the midst of adversity. It's not enough to just complain about it. It's not enough just to say, man, you know, uh, they did me wrong. Oh, man, you know, they keep doing us wrong, man. Oh, that's all they're going to keep doing is doing us wrong. No, you've got to overcome that. I, I, I can't stand to hear that speech all the time. Like, yeah, I'm angry about some things. I'm upset. Uh, some things bother me, but how can you be successful and be great throughout the adversity? Uh, it's not just enough to post about adversary, adversity. Uh, it, it is not um, just enough to complain to your friends. It is how do we overcome this? What is the solution to this? Um, that's what Jackie brought. Again, he was brought on. He took to the challenge. And, you know, not all times are we um, given that opportunity, but when we are given that opportunity to face adversity, what will your what will your spirit be? What would you do if you had his opportunity to really break through something and be the first at something? Um, Jackie learned how to battle adversity. And it's not that. You know, he didn't want to fight back. I'm sure he wanted to. I'm sure there were times he had to get in somebody's face. I mean, you saw in the movie, uh, 42, he got in somebody's face and was about to really go at it. But, you know, they had to keep reminding him why he is there, why he is in the place that he is. Um, it would, you know, it, it would be beneficial to know what was going on in his mind most of the time, but... He had to battle through that and still be great at the same time. I believe that there's a lot of men out there that are working through adversity. You're working through challenges. Again, life started out one way and then it flipped on you to be another way. And you're wondering, how am I going to deal with this? How am I going to face this? You know, right now, we've got a lot of men losing jobs. We've got a lot of men trying to provide for the household and, and everybody's looking to them. Some men are doing odd jobs here and there. Uh, some people are running out and trying to get a, a change here and there. Right now, we are in the midst of 
challenges. We are in the midst of adversity, but you can still be great. You can still develop your craft. You can still develop your skill. Uh, being in Brooklyn, uh, Jackie Robinson was able to change the culture of life. Now, I've said this before in other podcasts, but I'll mention it again. Uh, he played for the Brooklyn Dodgers, okay? The Brooklyn Dodgers. He wore number 42. Uh, Brooklyn Dodgers uh, originated in Brooklyn, of course. Uh, they were the bridegrooms uh, at one point, and then they were called the Trolley Dodgers because these trolleys were um, traveling through Brooklyn, and if you didn't get out the way, they'd run over you, they maim you, you know, you could be missing an arm <laughs> after a trolley. So a lot of people were running out of the way of these trolleys. And so uh, affectionately in the newspaper, they were called the Trolley Dodgers. Uh, so eventually uh, the, the baseball team took on that name, Brooklyn Trolley Dodgers, and eventually dropped the trolley. They become the Brooklyn Dodgers. They play in Ebbets Field. They play in Ebbets Field for many years until Branch Rickey uh, gets a contract for the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Giants. And they move out to California, where the New York baseball Giants uh, become the San Francisco Giants, and the Brooklyn Dodgers become the Los Angeles Dodgers, which Robinson uh, chose not to move from Brooklyn or not to move to Los Angeles um, at that time. So he stays in Brooklyn. He retires by the time that uh, they move to Los Angeles. I believe um, the rumor has it. I'll have to get fact-checked on it. I believe they wanted to trade uh, Robinson to the Giants, I believe, and he was not going to that rival team. Remember, there was the Giants and the Dodgers, always rivals from the very beginning. He was not going, and uh, he decided to retire. What we're learning is that we can also, as men, face adversity. We can be the first at something and be great at it, and even if we're not the first at it, we can still take what has been there and make it greater, make it better. Um, we learn from Jackie Robinson all of these lessons of what he had to face. Phenomenal baseball player. Uh, let me just share some of the quotes um, from Jackie Robinson. Uh, one of the things he says is, I'm not concerned with your liking or disliking me. All I ask is that you respect me as a human being. That's critical right there. You know, uh, as a human being, you just want to be respected, not just as a man, not just as a, um, you know, what type of man you are, but just as a human being, you want that respect. That's what he demanded on the field. That's what he demanded in person. Uh, another quote, and you'll find this at City Field. City Field has honored Jackie Robinson with this. Another quote from Jackie Robinson. Life is not important except the impact it has on others. And we honor him today because he's had an impact on others. He's had an impact on so many people, uh, so much of sports. After a while, everybody started to integrate and uh, he's made this impact. So a lot of great players right now are playing on the field, whether it's basketball, whether it's baseball, no matter what it is. They are playing this sport because one man decided to stand up to the systems. And, um, 
you know, he lived and died by that. Uh, uh, at City Field, they do have his number up. I was able to take a picture of it many years ago. And, um, and this is uh, his number right there. And um, uh, it's an awesome rotunda that they have at City Field. And you can go there and see uh, the quote that I just put uh, about impacting others. Uh, you can read, you know, much history. And in fact, City Field designed the front to be like Ebbets Field. So they wanted so much to give back. Uh, if you know about the story of the New York Mets is that they came after the Dodgers left. So the blue in the Mets uh, cap is from the Dodgers. The orange is from the, the New York uh, baseball Giants, now San Francisco Giants. If you look back at the New York uh, baseball Giants uh, logo, the Mets took on that logo and it's still orange on the Mets uh, cap today. So they blended both colors from both teams and now you have the New York uh, Mets. And so in honor of the history of baseball in Brooklyn, um, you have uh, the, the city field honoring Jackie Robinson with their rotunda. So what are we going to do with this knowledge, with this day, with this information that we learn? We can watch video after video. We can watch uh, and listen to podcast after podcast uh, about Jackie Robinson and, and what he has done for the sport. Matter of fact, Major League Baseball, every April 15th, every player on every team wears the number 42. In fact, the number 42 has been retired by all of baseball. So nobody can wear a number 42. Now, uh, and... And the in the end, only two players and maybe three, but I know of two players uh, were grandfathered into the number forty-two. That was Mo Vaughn. He played for the Boston Red Sox. Later on, played for the New York Mets. Mo Vaughn was able to wear forty-two. He was. Uh, they accepted him wearing that. And of course, the New York Yankees, Mariano uh, Rivera was able to um, wear 42 until he retired. Uh, after those two players, no one, no one was, uh, is, or will ever be allowed to wear number 42, except, except on April 15th, every baseball year. Now, right now, uh, you can go um, on ESPN, you can go anywhere, and you can watch uh, old clips of Jackie Robinson. They're honoring him uh, all of April 15th. Right now, at this point, I'm dating this podcast. Yes, there is no official baseball. Um, otherwise, they would have every uh, team wearing number 42. So this podcast is in honor of somebody who faced adversity, who came in and changed the game for all of sports. I just want to make sure that we understand what he had to deal with and the impact it made. I'm, I'm excited about uh, Jackie Robinson all the time. I went out and got a jersey a long time ago. Um, uh, I'm excited about, uh, you know, my first time reading his book. You know, I was a kid and I was reading like, wow, he did all of this. Uh, you know, read about his family in California, read how he went to UCLA. Play for the Negro Leagues, 
uh, the first impact that it had on me, especially growing up in a baseball family. My father uh, raised me, you know, watching the New York Mets, but I didn't understand the history. One of the things I love is history. I love baseball history. I love kind of looking back in time because see, the thing is, for in order for you to go forward and, and understand where you are, you have to look backwards. The people that sacrificed. And it's not just Jackie Robinson that sacrificed. It was many other people who sacrificed. Today, uh, we're still living under the benefits of so much sacrifice that it kills me when young men don't respect the past and don't respect uh, what people have sacrificed to put us where we are. And some people have such an attitude as if, they're the ones that gave them their own freedom. They're the ones that, you know, have stood up for themselves. And the reality of it is, no, there's so many people. I mean, these gangs out there right now are just talking as if they're running the streets. But there was a time where uh, men and women were running the streets as, yes, a gang singing, we shall overcome and have taken more brutal beatings and without retaliating, without fighting back except fighting with their voices, fighting uh, with their knowledge, fighting with the pen and paper. They learned how to fight through adversity. Today, it's just taken as a joke now. And so I encourage you, hey, young men, young women, just live off the legacy of fighting without fighting. You can learn how to be aggressive without necessarily killing somebody, without necessarily killing somebody's reputation. We can learn how to make it through these times and still be great. There's greatness in you. There's greatness in you, young men. There's greatness in you, all of men. No matter how old you get, there's still greatness. And, and if you could just find a way to tap into that greatness, if you could just find a way to tap into what is your God-given purpose on this life? Why, what are you standing for? What are you fighting for? What are you looking to get into and be great at? Because it's never going to be about your circumstances around you. It's never going to be about, I wasn't given this and that. You, you will always be given an opportunity. It's the opportunity that you seize. It's the opportunity that you take. And sometimes you'll have to make your opportunity to be great. And if you're watching this, it means that you have been given an opportunity to do something different. I'm your host, Dr. Phil, and this is the Anchored Voice, helping men to anchor life. I'd love for you to subscribe to uh, my channel, YouTube, Macquarie ENTV, and check us out on uh, different podcast platforms. We have more to bring you. This is my story about Jackie Robinson. This is your story. Number 42, he has made a way for us to succeed and to be great, understand there is greatness in you. You have a purpose in this world. No matter how you have to fight it, you have this purpose and you can be great at it. Thank you for joining The Anchored Voice, helping men to anchor life. Thank you for listening to The Anchored Voice. For the video edition of this, subscribe to our YouTube channel, McGuire ENTV. For audio, listen on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google.
Google Play or Stitcher. Until next time, stay anchored.